Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Say, because Hampton just got called out by the little weasel over here, right. Roger Scott. He, he made he the said, mistake. He said he picked LSU, and he went to the podcast last week and, 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 found, and found, where, found where Dan Hampton got it all wrong and, and the little weasel. I am betting my wife's money on these games at Dan. So be careful so, what you say because the little weasels oh, so, oh, freaking sorry. Sorry. Some, some taking yeah. notes. And Hampton, Hampton had said pick LSU instead of FSU, but then today on the show he goes, well, you know I picked FSU last week. And, <laughs> and you should have seen him perk up. Mark, he got worked up like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. That's not what you said, Dan. Because, listen, because I want him to give me another pick, but he gives me crap games. It gives me NFL games. Nobody wants did, that. Did you have that pick right, Mark? Did you go Be with careful. Did you Be go careful. With, did you go with LSU or FSU? <laughs> yeah, I went with LSU. I bought into Brian Kelly. Every time I buy into Brian Kelly, he lets me down, and then when I Thank overlook you, Brian Kelly, he beats me. <laughs> I uh, I did, too. I, I picked LSU. I thought LSU would win that game to see how physical. That's the old 90s, uh, 80s and 90s Florida State there in the second half. They just came out and bullied him around, something you don't see against LSU very often. No, not at all. And the thing is Brian Kelly, before the game, said the way we're going to win this game is the little things, not making mistakes, being good in special teams, being sound in the kicking game. So what do they do? They go out there, and they're terrible in special teams. <laughs> you know, they couldn't stop anybody on, on, on the, the downs that they needed to in the second half. In Florida State, you, you've got to give that team some great props. Not only that, the halftime adjustments that they made yep. and what they did in the second half is truly impressive. They just blew the doors off of LSU in the second half. Uh, what did you think of uh, the Colorado performance? Obviously, that's the talk of college football this this past week. Well, I thought it was extremely impressive. I think when you go out there and, and you throw for 510 yards in your first game, and that was what his son did, with, with Deion Sundage, and that was very impressive. And not only that, the way that if you look at this football team and break it down, think about this. They only had one penalty. Wow, One yeah. penalty in that football game. For all those guys and all those transfers that came in and all the talk surrounding this program that these guys can't get it together, the coaching staff did a terrific job. They only had one penalty. Yes, they have problems on defense. But I'll tell you one thing, they're going to be in shootouts with just about everybody the entire season. I'm not sure if that – I mean, that, that was the story nationally. And I, and the other story was just how shocking to see that, that Duke – <laughs> could uh, could beat Clemson like they did. That was I don't think I saw that coming. What about you? I didn't see it coming either because when you look at Duke last year, yeah, they turned it around. They won nine games last year under Elko. But with Dabble's teams, they don't make mistakes in the red area. This team had the ball three times within the seven-yard line. Yeah, Think about that. Three Killer. times within the seven-yard line and got zero points. Yep, That's not a Clemson football team. You know, that's not the Clemson football team of old. You know, the Clemson football team of the past that's won ten games like the last eight or ten years – they punch that ball in there every time. They get points out of those situations. They came in with a goose egg. And the team that uh, Arkansas does have a little schedule, uh, the Florida Gators, is they're, they're down in panic mode, too. They're thinking maybe they need to go Chad Morris in Arkansas and maybe make a move after only two years. What, what about uh, Napier? That's going to be tough down there because the Gators just can't turn around. They're almost in the same position that Miami's been in the last couple yep. of years in Florida State. And they're going to probably have to turn around. If they don't turn it around this year and get to at least eight wins and get to a bowl game, I think there's probably going to be changes in Florida because they're going to have to turn it around if they want to get back to Florida football. Uh, we're visiting with uh, Mark May, brought to you by Edwards Food Giant Dugan's Pub. For many, many years, we appreciate them sponsoring Mark. Uh, let's talk about the Hogs. They uh, they obviously win big, fifty six to thirteen. The only question marks what you know obviously didn't run the ball as effectively uh, as I think they had hoped. KJ looked great uh, as always. What uh, what are your thoughts? 
Well, the thing is, if they can't run the ball against Kent State, then they're going to have a lot of issues this year because Kent State gave up 389 yards rushing yep. last game to UCF. And if, and if they can't push the ball around and push them around, they're going to have problems the remainder of the season. But I think they'll get it together and turn it around. But you can't go into a game against a Western Carolina team and average 2.9 yards for rush. That's not going to get it done. And when you're starting to face in defenses like LSU and Alabama and Texas A&M down the road and, and the other teams that they're going to face, that's not going to be winning football for them. So it's going to be one of the questions, can they turn around this week? I would say that they would try to probably rush for at least 250 yards against this defense. If they do, then they've corrected their problems rushing the football. Yeah, they'll, they'll get Brady Latham back, a kid who'd had 36 straight starts. He didn't play. He, he will make a difference on the line. But, yeah, yeah. If you, you know, again, it's a win. You should be happy with it. But, you know, you're right. You, you, against an FCS team, you you got to average more than 2.8 yards a carry. I don't care if you're stacking the box or whatever. It sure is nice. You know, you see the teams that have experienced quarterbacks. You saw it with KJ. Man, just a guy who's been there, done that. They make good decisions. They don't make many mistakes. And it's it just gives you some peace of mind at that position. You know, and that's been that way for Arkansas now for now three years. Absolutely, and that's one of the things you can hang your hat on. If you've got a solid quarterback, particularly in the SEC, that could stay healthy during the season, you've got a chance to win and you can build around that. And you're not going to get a lot of mistakes offensively and you're not going to turn the ball over, and that's what's got to be key. And I look at some of these teams that don't have good quarterbacks, especially great quarterbacks, and you can tell the performance because the defense has got to pick up the slack and they're going to be on the field for most of the game. That's not winning football. Uh, now turning to the NFL, by the way, too, uh, we were talking about how excited we are to have Tony Dorsett here uh, next uh, next Monday. And just to be clear, you did you come in Dorsett's senior year? Did you, is that right? Did you Give me the timeline with you and Dorsett and Coach Cheryl and, and, and such. Pitt had just won the national championship in 1976. Right. And I was a senior in high school, so I was recruited by Pitt that year, and I ended up signing with Pitt in 77. And Tony Dorsett was my host along with Hugh Green, Ricky Jackson, wow. Cecil Hugh Johnson, Green. and Jake Parrish. They Hugh hosted Green. the three of us. Wow. And what they told us was point blank. You boys, you better come to Pitt because we don't take recruits. We took you guys because Coach Earl wants you, Coach Earl needs you, and we need you here at Pitt, so you better come here. All three of us ended up signing at Pitt. I ended up being a college football Hall of Famer, Hugh Green, a college football Hall of Famer, Ricky Jackson, an NFL football Hall of Famer. So I guess it was a pretty productive weekend for yep, Tony. Yep, and, pretty good. Uh, yeah, good. yeah. So, so, so he had graduated after the, the year the national championship uh, Dorsett did in 76? Yep. Okay. And uh, we came in, and he had won the Heisman Trophy. And I'm like, I'm just this big kid from upstate New York. I don't know that much about it, but I'm like, well, I guess they just won a national championship, and here's the Heisman Trophy winner. He's telling me to come here. <laughs> yeah. I think I should probably take his advice. That's pretty darn, uh, pretty darn impressive. Well, Joe is in a, a little bit of state of depression here uh, because he's a big Casey because he's he obviously he's a Missouri guy, and so the, obviously the Chiefs start zero and one, and the lines are for real, man. Here they are. You know, you saw it, you know, happening last year. And now they've started off on a big, uh, big win last last night at Kansas City. Hey, they fought tooth and nail all the way through the game. And one thing, when they were down 14-7, to 7, I said, okay, here comes Kansas City. They're going to start pouring it out and, and do what Kansas City does with Patrick Mahomes. They get a turnover. They take him for a pick six. And all of a sudden, this team is fighting and scrapping. Hey, you've got to give it to the head coach. I mean, here's a guy that basically Dan Campbell, you know, everybody was kind of laughing at him when he got the head job. We're going to bite ankle, bite kneecaps and ankles, and we're going to fight to the fourth quarter. It's like, that's exactly what this football team did. They did People are going to say, well, Travis Kelsey wasn't there. Well, Chris Jones wasn't there. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter. Whoever suits up, that's who you play. And the Lions went out and they played four quarters of football and didn't give up. And the way that they ground the football on the ground when they had to and they pushed them around late in the fourth quarter, that was very impressive. And Kansas City, man, those wide receivers, 
I've never seen I've never seen a team with wide receivers drop so many footballs. Yeah, I mean there had to be at least eight or nine drop footballs in that in that game that were easy catches, and they definitely missed Travis Kelsey in that football game because he would have probably caught at least another six or eight catches in that game for probably about eighty yards minimum score, and that could have been a deciding factor. But unfortunately, he was not on the field, and you got to play with a hand you're dealt. We're visiting with Mark May, brought to you by Edwards Food Giant Dugan's Pub. Yeah, you got some good games this weekend. The rest of the weekend, obviously, you got uh, Buffalo at New York. Uh, you got uh, Dallas and uh, Dallas in New York. And uh, let's see what else. I think there was one other one. Uh, Bills and Jets. What, what's that? Yeah, exactly. So we're talking we, about Ohio games. Though. What's that? I don't know if you met Joe mentioned Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Yeah, you Dolphins got, play the Chargers too. Yeah, Green Bay, Chicago. So for, for first weekend of games, pretty pretty salty. Absolutely. Look at the Cowboys and the Giants, and this is one of those games where you're saying, well, the Giants could be back. You know, they've got Jalen Hyatt outside on the outside with a lot of outside speed. So you look at this football team, Darren Waller's a tight end position. They can create some mismatches, but the Cowboys have their number. You know, Dak Prescott and the, and the Dallas Cowboys, they beat them, what, 10 consecutive games? So they've got to get the monkey off their back in that game. But the Giants are a better football team. I think they can get it done. And the Jets and the Bills, everybody's talking about the Jets. Every time I turn on ESPN, Greenberg, <laughs> geez, I'm just getting sick of it. Just somebody put a muzzle on the guy. You know, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he came to the Jets, but you know, their offensive line's terrible. The Bills have won the conference the last three consecutive years. In order to beat a champ, you got to beat the champ. So all this talk, we're going to find out Monday night if the Jets are for real. I do have to ask you, we asked Dan Hampton, we were talking about uh, Bo- Bosa's contract. I, I, what was the total amount, Josh? What, what was it for? 200 and what? Josh. 275? No, I don't think it was 275. No, I'm thinking about Burr. I'm sorry. Yeah, just we were just talking about how big the contracts are. Uh, 225 guaranteed. Yeah. So, Mark, do you ever look at these contracts and think, man, if I could have just played 20 years later and <laughs> see the kind of money being paid? Absolutely. Every time I look at these contracts, I say, Jesus. The left tackle's making $22 million a year. was like, I didn't make a third of that my whole career. I played 13 years in the NFL. Mm. If these guys are getting it all in one year, mm. it's like, you know, it's great. That's one of the reasons why we went on strike all those times in the 80s. We did it a couple of times because better benefits, better pays. It's got to benefit the players down the road. And right now you're looking at the results of that. So, you know, I'm happy for those guys. You know, get what you can. You know, you deserve it because if, you're, if you weren't a great player, you wouldn't be in that position. That's right. uh, Mark, before we let you go, how can folks find you? You're doing some picks, and where, where, where can they find you? If you want to go off the road, Coop, I guess an Amazon Fire, you can catch me at ABC, Phoenix, ABC 15. Uh, actually, we're bringing Coach uh, Holtz on every week, and we're going to probably come back with a crowdfunding in the next couple of weeks. They're doing some reorganization because of AI over there, so hopefully they can get us a crowdfunding in the next couple of weeks. All right, buddy. Well, listen, great stuff as always. You're the best. Obviously, we'll be talking about a hog victory. I guess we won't really have anything to really get serious about until we uh, until we head to LSU, Baton Rouge that fourth week. But great stuff as always, buddy. Have a great Thanks, weekend. Mark. All right, guys, take care. And, hey, those Cowboys going down. Oh, I know. You know what? I heard you. Thank I heard you. you. you know what? You know what, Joe? You're a troublemaker. He's trying to get in my head like he did underneath the goal and back, but I'm not going to let it happen. It's Dan not just me. Dan it's a misspoke. great. Dan misspoke. Great. The way you take the New York Giants and those three and a half points, Roger, and you go right to the back. You telling me, you telling me to take the yes, money line yes. on that one? Is that what you're All saying? Famer. Be careful, Mark. He's, he's keeping receipts. Keeping receipts. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Appreciate Mark. it. Appreciate it. Right, guys. Go, Have a good one.